This is Unplugged, 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 Unplugged. Welcome back to this segment of Unplugged. This is a continuation of the last episode where we were talking about walking by faith and not by sight, being spiritually minded and not carnally minded, because scripture says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This is still hot and fresh off the heaven press this morning. These gems of revelation and insight were dropped in my spirit as I was on my prayer and meditation walk this morning. And I believe that these two things that we're talking about, walking by faith, not by sight, being spiritually minded and not carnally minded are two of the most important pillars of our Christian faith and believers walk of faith. This is where victory lies. We ended the last episode by saying in any situation, I should be asking myself, what things can I do in the natural that will cause obstacles to move in the spiritual? You always, you have to become spiritual conscious minded. You have to keep on asking yourself, if I do this or the thing that I am currently doing, will, is this having any impact in the spirit realm? Is this moving the obstacle in the spirit realm? Because this is a spirit driven world. If, 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 the, if you're not moving any territory, if you're not capturing territory in the spirit realm, you, you, you're not going to see anything manifest in the natural. So it's something that was, that I, I, I've, I'm, I'm getting better at. I'm not, I haven't yet perfected it, but it's, it's become very apparent to me right now that this is an area that as believers, if we do not fine tune this area, we lose a lot of battles here. Victory and defeat lie right here. So one of the things I was talking about in the last episode was that I want my walk with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, to be a walk of victory, of producing results. Jesus was calculated in his every move. He did not just go to places. He did not just do whatever he felt. The scripture says, as I hear, I judge. As I see my father do, so I do. So everything was calculated. So if achieving results becomes my focus of my Christian walk, which means fulfilling the purpose that God has ordained for me on this planet, if that's the goal, I need to know how do I drive in this car called Jesus? There's some statements that, the, that are mentioned in the Bible that I think when you look at them, these statements are so bold that it, it, it's almost a life or death result, defeat or victory. 
achieve your destiny or fulfill your calling or failing to achieve or fulfill your destiny. So I'm, I'm trying to make my walk with God become more precise because God is opening up to me and saying, son, the spirit realm is calculated. Things don't, things in the spirit realm also have, for, you know, there are forces at these, these in, in, there's a for there are forces and reactions, right? In the spirit realm. The spirit realm, if it's the parent realm, meaning if if what happens in the spirit realm is actually what manifests in the natural, it is imperative. In fact, it is critical. It is of the most important essence that I start to take every step asking myself, is this moving territory in the spirit realm? Because if it's not moving any territory in the spirit realm, I should forget about seeing, I will not see any results in the natural realm if I'm carnally minded. But if I'm spiritually minded and saying, okay, the spirit realm, for this thing to manifest in the natural, things are going to have to first move in the spirit realm. That means all my efforts should be spirit realm centered. How I speak, how I talk, how I move, all my dealings in the natural have to become spirit mind conscious. So this is the area that I'm really trying to fine tune in my life because I, I want to see more results. I, I think as Christians, we, 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 we think in the spirit realm, you just throw prayers up against the wall and maybe one prayer will hit it. If this one misses, the next one will hit it. So that's why sometimes we find ourselves, let's say praying, thinking that if I pray for two hours, that that's how I'm going to produce results. Because you're thinking that I've thrown enough prayers against the wall that the wall is the, the, the wall is gonna it's gonna create a, a hole. No, 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 no. I need to be strategic. I need to hit the target. You know, if I can hit the target with one shot and kill kill the target, that's all I need. If I don't have to 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 fire a full round of bullets to kill the target and take out the enemy with one shot of precision, like a sniper, it is more efficient, it is better, and in fact, it creates a better relationship and fellowship with the Father. Then if every obstacle I'm dealing with, my mindset is, I gotta fire the full round. No, 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 no. I should ask, what is my strategy for this, for this situation? How many rounds do I need to fire? What kind of guns am I going to use? What kind of spiritual weapons am I taking into the battlefield? You see, in the Old Covenant, God will always, in the Old Testament, we always see these scenarios where God will use unconventional battle strategies. He never used the same strategy. You know, sometimes it would just be send, walk around the wall. The walls of Jericho. And these were the biggest 
walls that you could think of. In fact, history has it that the walls of Jericho were so big that they used to ride chariots on top of the wall. And I'm not just talking about like one chariot. Three to four chariots. They used to do competitions of chariot. They used to do chariot races of chariots on top of the wall. That's how big these walls were. To another person, their strategy to take down those walls could have been bring out the biggest bulldozers, blow a hole through it and do this and do that. But God chose a very simple, unique strategy, fighting strategy. And it produced the desired outcome. So that's that's where I'm trying to fine-tune. That's where God wants is challenging us and saying, before you go to battlefield, before you go to after a certain enemy in your life, find out what strategy am I gonna use? Now that's where we start to say, okay, the first thing that I need to know is Whatever I'm doing here in the natural, I have to make sure or at least be confident that it's moving obstacles in the spirit realm. So it's not what things am I so so you're essentially not saying I'm doing this thing in the natural to move this thing in the natural. No. You do something in the natural that moves things in the spiritual because once the once the wall of Jericho falls down in the spirit realm, it has to manifest in the natural realm. It has, it has to. If it manifests in the spirit realm, I mean if it if 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 it's broken down, if you've captured that territory in the spirit realm, you receive it. That's how manifestation comes. Manifestation in the natural, what I'm trying to understand, what I'm getting more revelation is that it only comes after completion and finality in the spirit realm. So I really need to become spirit-minded, spirit-conscious at all times. And that's why when the scripture says in Romans chapter 8 that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It's, it's a statement that is so bold and stark that it's, it's telling you this is a life and death situation. Because on one side you have life and peace, you have victory, on the other side you have defeat. So let us, for instance, we all know praying in the natural moves obstacles in the spiritual. It's true. But now you would have to ask, what's the type of prayer that I need to pray? There's different kinds of prayers. There's an intercession prayer. There's a prayer of agreement. There's a prayer of confession. There, there is a, a, the prayer of faith. So there's different kind of prayers. But on the surface, we know that praying in the natural moves obstacles in the spiritual. 
then it comes into you know these these different ways in which you can pray. So that since there's so many things that were dropped in my spirit, I'm kind of not. I'm gonna try to avoid. I'm I'm gonna try to not go into like five minutes of explaining because there's so many things. I'm almost just gonna read it off. I'm just gonna read kind of read all the points off and then you know where I see that we can dive more into it I'll, I'll try my best to because I just want to capture everything that was dropped in my spirit and I, I don't want to take you know like at least more than three episodes for a specific segment so we know that praising in the natural moves a lot of territory in the spiritual Praising in the natural moves a lot of obstacles in the spiritual. So praise, the power of praise is almost like it speeds up manifestation in the natural. There's so many examples of that in the Bible. Now, let's look at another scenario. Let's say you have two people who are bedridden. One of them believes that by his stripes I am healed. Both of them believe that by his stripes I am healed. But one of them is almost waiting to feel as energetic as they were before they became bedridden to believe that by his stripes I am healed or to start moving. Whereas another person will decide to literally walk by faith where they'll say, okay, by his stripes I am healed. I may not feel at full capacity, but I'm going to take some baby steps. I'm going to get out of this wheelchair and start walking. And in fact, it's very interesting that you hear this about people who have gone through uh, spinal cord injuries, people who, who have suffered uh, paralysis, where they were maybe in an accident and their whole body was paralyzed. You always hear of someone who was able to beat being paralyzed like they were paralyzed from neck down or maybe from waist down. Some, some of them are able to come out of such a situation and some other people are not able to. You know why? Because other people, they think that you will completely, that there will be a day when um, you can immediately maybe just get out of the wheelchair. Whereas like more, more like an instant miracle. Now, sometimes that could happen, but even in the, in the, in the essence of an instant miracle days, if you study through scripture, you'll see Jesus always told those people to move something. And as they moved something, the power of the miracle was triggered and the body was completely healed. So you have these two people who have gone through this, an accident and they've both been paralyzed, but one of them is able to beat it and come back to normal. Because for them, they will start to take baby steps, even if it's just taking two steps per day. Whereas the other person who's still in their wheelchair is not putting in any walks of faith towards being back at full capacity, this other person will start taking baby steps steps of faith and so 
they're able to manifest the healing power of God. They're able to manifest healing and recovery. And six months down the, down the road, you start to see a person who could only take two steps at the beginning is now taking a hundred steps. And eventually another six months down the road, this person is completely out of their wheelchair. Well, what changed? Both of them were prayed for, both of them received the same treatment. How come one is out of the wheelchair and the other person is not out of the wheelchair? It's because one person starts to do things in the natural, these little things in the natural that move a lot of territory in the spiritual. So it applies even in healing. So then it bears to ask that if scripture emphasizes for we walk by faith and not by sight, let's see, how, how could this happen? Let, let's just look at a few quick examples here. Sight might say you're not qualified enough. Faith might, sight might say you're not qualified enough. Faith will say you should apply. So you see, do you see the contrast? One of them is telling you based on your resume, based on your connections, you're not qualified enough. Faith will say you should apply. Sight might say don't launch, don't launch your product. It's not yet good enough. Faith will say you should launch it. Someone will use it in its current form, in the form that you launch it. Do you see what do you, do you see do you see how you start to say, okay? Sight might say, you are not healed, you're in pain, stay at home. Don't go to what event, don't go to that event, don't go to that function. Faith will say you will get more strength as you go along. Do you see that? So as you're doing this thing of you'll get more strength as you go along, you are taking, you're getting out of bed and not writing off the whole day. You're saying, I don't feel my best self, but I'm still gonna step out there and go to this event, maybe network, maybe meet up with some people that as I continue to take more steps during the day, by his stripes, I am healed will manifest along the way. In fact, it's very interesting that when you look at the, the, the story of the 10 lepers, do you know, I'd, I'd never really seen it that way, but it was one of the stories whereby those people were not healed immediately. In fact, Jesus told them that he told them, okay, you were healed, but the healing didn't manifest right away. The scripture says that as they left and went, because in those days, according to the Mosaic law, when, when you were healed of leprosy, you had to go show yourself to the, to the, to the priest, I believe, for them to actually confirm that, oh yeah, you have been healed and therefore they're going to take 
you know, they're going to change your dress code and they're going to kind of make it official. They'll, you know, look at you. They'll inspect your body and, and say, yeah, this person has been healed from leprosy. So we're going to accept them back into society. But it's very interesting on that one. When Jesus told them that they had been healed, the healing didn't manifest because scripture says as they went, you know, as they went on their way, the healing manifested. But they first did something in faith to say, okay, he says we're healed. He says, go show yourself to the priest. And as they went on their way, their bodies were completely made whole. So if, if they walked by sight, they would have said, why do I need to go show myself to the priest when my body clearly is showing I am not healed? You are crazy. No, 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 no. So maybe, do you see what I mean? So sight could have been, if they walked by sight, they would have said, no, I still see the pores, the open pores on my body, the open sores on my body. I am not going to the priest. I am not healed. But they walked by faith, which means they did something in the natural that moved spiritual territory or that captured spiritual territory. And then the healing came back and was manifested in the natural. So this is how this thing works. And I'm, and I'm still meditating it and saying, okay, okay, okay. I see that. So sight might say, don't start the business. You don't have all the equipment. You don't have all the, you don't have all that it takes. You don't have the manpower. Faith might, faith will say, or faith will encourage you and tell you, no, go, go right ahead, start the business. And at least, you know, supply to the five people who have told you that they will use your product. As you do that, you, you're doing something, a walk of faith, a walk of faith in the natural by saying, okay, I don't have all, I don't have, let's say material or inventory to handle a hundred orders. I only have inventory to take care of five people. So let me take care of the one person. And I don't know where the inventory is going to come from to produce the next order. But you don't know, like the moment these five people take your product that they're now going to put, they're going to give you money for pre-orders. And then you'll receive capital to go out and purchase inventory for the next 10 pre-orders. Do you see what I mean? Site might say, since you don't have enough inventory, wait till you get enough inventory, wait till you have the right location, wait till you have the right business partner, wait till this is it. Site always wants everything to be rest assured before it gives you the go ahead that this has worked or maybe launch that or maybe you heal. Site always wants every check every box to be checked faith says you've got one box checked start moving 
as you move in the natural, more spiritual territory becomes available to you. You capture more spiritual territory and then those things start to manifest in the natural as pre-orders fully paid for. And so you start to see your business scale and take off. So that's, that's this whole thing of sight by faith. But I also want to get into some other interesting things that were shared with me this morning that I want to capture. So maybe that bared a lot that needed explaining and diving into more detail with what I just shared. Now let's go to the next point. It says, if I keep looking at how the situation is moving or not moving in the natural, I might be misled and give up on doing things that are actually moving the thing in the spiritual. And I think what the Lord was telling me here is that for me, from my point of view, because God has a point of view from the natural and the spiritual. Now, we don't, we have a spiritual discernment for point of view in the spiritual, but for you, your point of view is limited to the natural, right? So if I keep looking at how the situation is moving or not moving in the natural, I am going to be discouraged and I'm going to be, and I'm going to stop doing the, the, the little things that I can even do in the natural. And yet, because I don't have a spiritual point of view, I might not see that in the spirit realm, a lot of territory has been moved or I've captured a lot of territory or like Satan is losing this battle because in the natural, it might look like this thing is not moving at all, but you don't, we have to get to a point where like, okay, I don't care if it's not moving in the natural. I know I'm moving it in the spiritual and the moment it breaks in the spiritual, it's going to break in the natural in a moment's notice. So let's look at this. I should consider every step or action I take here in the natural, for instance, Jesus illustration as an ax chopping down a tree in the spirit realm. So everything that I'm doing in the natural, I should always look at it as I'm like, you know, like I have an ax, but I'm chopping down a tree but the tree that I'm chopping down is not, is not the tree in the natural. I'm chopping down a tree in the spirit realm. So for you on this side of heaven, you, you are doing things and you're not seeing anything moving. But whatever you do in the natural is actually hitting that thing in the spirit realm. So if I swing enough axes at this invisible tree that actually exists in the spirit realm, the moment it falls down in the spirit realm, the exact moment that the moment that that tree picture a tree that someone is trying to chop down. If, you, if, if you've ever chopped down a piece of tree, you know, a trunk, you know that there's, there's that final ax that you throw at this tree. And the thing just goes, boom, it falls over. So the Lord was giving me this vision today as I was doing this you know prayer meditation work that the moment this tree falls down in the spirit realm I will immediately see a certain tree falling down in the natural 
in an instant, something will move in the natural. And I'm so excited to start attacking uh, the spirit realm and to do prayer. This is so critical. You, I'm, I'm, if you can listen to this and get someone else on this. The moment that that tree falls down in the spirit realm, at a moment's notice, I will see a tree falling down in the natural. I was like, oh, okay. That is what we now call manifestation. So in an instant, let's take this scenario. You've been doing this thing. You've been trying. You've been trying. You've been trying this. Nothing is working. No emails are coming back. No one is responding. No emails. No phone calls. So you could have easily given up, right? And and on on or maybe even praying. But here's the thing: the moment the tree falls down in the spirit realm, in an instant you will receive a phone call from someone saying they have a new position. Uh, a new position has opened up at the company. And instead of even asking you to come in for an interview, they will say, do you want to, do you want to take the position? Right? So in the natural, so many things will happen back to back to back to back because they have to fulfill what has already happened in the spiritual. So in the spirit realm, the moment you've claimed that job and it's in your hands, it's in your jurisdiction, you've yanked that job away from Satan and you have it in your hands. In the natural, he has to take his hands off of the natural obstacles. He has to because he has lost territory in the spirit realm. So now he has to give up natural territory. So... As I was saying, that's why you go from before you couldn't get a phone call back. Maybe the interview process was taking like weeks on end and nothing was happening. But right now, the moment you have yanked the job offer from Satan in the spirit realm, in the natural, something like this will happen. You receive a phone call from someone saying, all of a sudden, a new position has come up. Well, before they say they weren't hiring, but right now a new position has opened up and they're, they're, they, they, they even want to fast track your process. They're saying, you know what? Uh, we, we spoke to you the first time. We believe you're actually the per perfect person. This, this position is tailored for you. And they're just asking you, will you accept it? Do you see the reason why things are being fast tracked in the natural, why the tree has to fall down the natural is because it has fallen down in the spiritual. So things now start to move at a rapid speed in the natural because the spiritual root has been dealt with. So the moment the spiritual tree falls down, you will receive a phone call from someone saying that they want to partner with you or they want to fund your business idea. And yet before you couldn't even get a grant. And now because you've taken spiritual territory, you've taken, you've won this battle in the spiritual with so much victory that you've gone from needing a grant 
or you needed a bank loan and now someone just wants to actually become a business partner. They want shares in your company. They want to fund your idea. This is how these things happen. And so I'm getting revelation on these things and it is mind blowing. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, this is so critical. Guys, we have to change how we, this is us being strategic. This white says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Just remember, the moment the spiritual tree falls down, I will receive a phone call out of the blue from someone saying they now want to partner with me or they want to fund my business idea. It's because the, the spiritual battle has been won. And so something has to manifest in the natural to, to confirm what has already happened in the spiritual. So immediately the tree of sickness falls down in the spirit realm. In an instant, a miracle will happen. You will, you will feel in one moment. Have you, haven't you heard of people share testimonies and say, like, I just felt all the pain leaving my body. Like, like, come on. Pain is a spirit. Like, like sick, first of all, sickness at its root is sickness is spiritual. So pain, how are you going to tell me that you felt pain, you felt all the pain leaving your body? That means something had, has happened somewhere and this pain can no longer stay there. It has to evacuate. It has received its evacuation notice. Like, do you know, like in an instant, I've had this happen to me before one time. There was, there was, a, there was a physical ailment I was going, I was dealing with. And just this one night, I just felt pain just literally just go out of my body. I was like, what? And there was no more pain. And I was like, whoa. So let's say you went to bed and you've been fighting and fighting in the spirit realm. You've been fighting Satan, fighting this sickness, fighting this spirit of sickness. Let's say it's cancer. And in the natural, it just looks like your hair is just falling off of your head. This tumor is just the same. But the moment you finally win the spiritual battle, you wake up and the tumor has disappeared. Can you please explain that? How do you wake up and the tumor has disappeared? It's because in the natural, the tumor had to evacuate because the tumor was evacuated from your body in the spirit realm. So it has to manifest in the natural. So Satan is smart. The devil is, is, is cunning. He's, he's wise. He knows these things. He knows how the spirit realm works because Satan is a spirit as well. And he has been in heaven before. He was cast out. He was Lucifer. So he knows how the spirit realm works. And he knows that Christians don't know how the spirit realm works. So Satan is smart. He holds on tight the things that can be moved in the natural. He will hold on to them so tight. And you will say, oh my goodness. We've prayed and prayed, but nothing is moving. He will stop that thing from moving in the natural 
so that you get discouraged and stop praying or maybe you stop believing or you stop taking a faith of action to apply for the next opportunity because once you get discouraged about doing the little things in the natural, that means in the spirit realm, you will not have moved him. You won't be moving territory anymore. So Satan is smart. He will hold tight the things that can't actually move in the natural so that we get discouraged and stop doing things in the natural that will make him give it up in the spiritual. You see, if you make Satan give it up in the spiritual, he has to give it up in the natural. You don't fight Satan in the natural. No, 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 no. You have to make him give it up in the spiritual. And if you make him give it up in the spiritual, he has to give it up in the natural. Natural, spiritual territory, the, 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 the decision, the, the battle is won or lost in the spirit. If you win the battle in the spiritual, the battle victory manifests in the natural. If you lose the battle in the spirit realm, the defeat manifests in the natural. This is how this thing works. We have to be spiritual in mind. We have to be spiritually minded. We have to always be thinking, am I moving territory in the spirit? Or am I just moving? Am I looking to see if territory is moving in the natural? I repeat that. Satan is smart because he knows if he can hold on to tight, tightly, the thing that can move in the natural, let's say if Satan can say, I'm going to cause that person, I'm going to cause any company, all companies that you've applied to, I'm going to cause rejection to come back to you. I'm going to put 10 rejections in front of you. Because he knows after the 10th rejection, you'll give up. The moment you give up doing something in the natural that was actually moving things in the spiritual, he's got you. So Satan's job is he will put things between you. He'll, he'll put obstacles in the natural realm so that you don't do things that can move, that can make him give it up in the spiritual. So for instance, that's why praise is so important. It's probably the most powerful weapon we can use on the battlefield. Why is praise so important? Because when you praise in the natural, to Satan's point of view, he assumes that you already know you've got it. So he has to give it up. He gives it up faster. He'll just say, this guy won't even stop praising. He'll just be like, this guy is an idiot. He won't even engage in fighting me. Here you go. So from Satan's point of view, he assumes that you already know you've got it when you praise. So he gives it up faster because he looks at it like I can't even fool with this person anymore. They already know that they got it. So I might as well give it up. When you praise, you're showing Satan that I know my spiritual rights, that I got you, that I, I that I enforced spiritual law on you. You have to give it up to me in the spiritual and he has to, if he, and if he gives it, and if he knows that you know that he has given it up in the spiritual, and now you're choosing a position and stance of praise, he has to give it up in the natural. In the natural, he has to take his hands off. So a company will have to call you back and say, 
we have a position that's open for you. That business opportunity will have to receive its funding. That sickness will have to leave your body. That breakthrough has to happen. So that's why also the scripture tells us, it says we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You see, scripture is trying, scripture knew this. Because God knows how these things work. So he's telling us, he's saying, son, uh-uh, don't fight this thing in the natural. Because in the natural, you don't, you don't know enough information in the natural to, 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 to know whether you have won or lost. No, no, no. That's why scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. From 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Again, here we go. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Ah, my goodness. Do you see what I was trying to say in episode one, in the previous episode and what I've just been saying? The more I see this, the more I'm like, my faith is being stirred up. I'm so encouraged to pray right now. I'm so encouraged to keep going. Because he's saying, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. He says, though you walk in the flesh, you do not war after the flesh. He's telling you, though you are walking in the natural, your battle is not to, to, to try and move things in the natural. No. He says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. You're walking in the natural. You're not worrying after the 10 rejections. No, the 10 rejections that you're receiving right now is because Satan wants you to stop fighting in the spirit realm by seeing the results in the natural so that you're discouraged. And the scripture goes on to say, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Again, he's saying the way you fight this thing is not carnally. You, you, you don't try to, 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 to take down this tree in the natural. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So once you pull down the stronghold in the spirit realm, it has to manifest as a breakthrough in the natural. He says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. He's saying, don't even try to focus on fighting this thing or trying to use to, to, to try to, to discern whether you're winning this battle or not by fighting in the natural or by looking and seeing whether it's moving or not in the natural. He's saying the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He's telling you this once you pull down the stronghold in the spirit realm, the battle is over. If you do not pull down the stronghold in the spirit realm, that's how you could end up not ever seeing, uh, having to, to, do, to endure, go through the desert for 40 years. The moment you pull down, the, so our focus should be how fast can I pull down the stronghold in the spirit realm? That The stronghold is not in the natural. The stronghold is in the spiritual. The stronghold is not in the natural. I'm understanding this by the minute. I'm like, oh my goodness. The stronghold is not in the natural. The stronghold is in the spiritual. So let us war after the spiritual. Let us go after the thing in the spiritual and then the manifestation will inevitably have to happen in the natural. So that's why our fight shouldn't be with how it looks or doesn't look in the natural. 
our fight should be with how it looks or doesn't look in the spiritual. Our fight should be in the spiritual. You should be asking yourself, you should ask, you should ask the Holy Spirit, am I moving territory? Am I capturing territory? How, how am I doing with this stronghold in the spirit realm? Tell me, what tactic should I apply? Why should I apply? In fact, I've gotten to a point, I didn't even know this was possible, but there's sometimes when I ask the Holy, Holy Spirit and, and, and I ask him, how am I doing in this battle? And he says, switch strategy. Now do this. And I'm like, oh, because the Holy Spirit knows where you are, at what point you are in the, in, 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 in the battle. He knows. You see, the unfortunate thing for us is but but when it's not unfortunate because we have inside information the holy spirit is our inside information into all things happening in the spirit realm that's why the holy spirit could tell you don't go here because he knows something bad is going to happen there because he has a point of view that you do not have so it's very important when you're going through something to actually ask the holy spirit and say Reveal to me something that I could do right now that moves this battle in my favor. And it was very interesting because this, what I'm about to say, leads into what I was going to say leads into the next point. Um, I, I was coming back home. I came back home from, from like a long prayer walk. And I expected to feel a certain way, but I wasn't. And I was, I was feeling discouraged because I was basically looking for a feel-good feeling in the natural to believe that the prayers that I, you know, that the prayer walk I just come back from had been impactful. But I, I did not feel anything in the natural. Like I was not getting any signal in the natural that something had happened. And this is what kick-started this conversation with me asking the Father saying, Am I really moving this in the in the spirit realm or am I wasting time? So when, when I came back feeling that way, as I entered the door, I, I don't know. I was feeling weird. because And then I asked him, I said, did, did, I, did this prayer walk even have any impact? Did it move any territory in my favor in the spirit realm? And he said, yes. He said, he said, don't worry. He said, don't, he said, in fact, you moved a lot of territory in the spirit realm in your favor. And I was like, oh, because from my point of view, nothing had moved in the natural. I was not even feeling good. You know how sometimes you can, you can pray and you feel good. You're right. Other times you can pray and you're like, man, I, I don't even feel good at all. And so he was telling me I should stop basing whether my prayers are working or not and how I feel in the natural. Because when I'm praying, I'm not moving, I'm moving things in the spiritual. And the moment I tear down that stronghold in the spirit realm, it inevitably has to give it up in the natural. So he was telling me, no, 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 no. Keep doing that, keep doing that, don't worry. You're hitting him. You're hitting him, keep throwing those punches, keep throwing those punches. He's, 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 he's being defeated right now. So for me, that was very encouraging. So a lot of Christians are discounting the steps of faith they are taking because they don't see the tree falling in the natural. But what the Lord is encouraging me and teaching me, and I believe that's why I shared, I'm sharing this with you, is 
He's telling us focus on doing or continuing to do those things in the natural that are moving things in the spiritual. If the thing you're doing is moving the battle into your is moving the battle in your favor in the spiritual, keep doing that thing, even though you're not seeing it in the natural. And I'm like, oh, this is how this thing works. Because I was starting to get discouraged about some of my efforts and wondering, are they really doing anything? You know, is this confession doing anything? Is this effort doing anything? Because I had to, I just, this tree is not falling down. And so when the Lord said, yeah, this the way you're thinking about it, if you keep thinking about the way you're thinking about it, you're going to be discouraged. He said, no, 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 no. Every prayer, every confession, every every step of faith, every talk of faith is beating this, is basically breaking this tree down in the spirit realm. You're breaking the stronghold. And the moment the stronghold is pulled down, yanked down, something will inevitably have to manifest in the natural. So a lot of Christians are discounting the steps of faith they are taking because they don't see the tree falling in the natural. And the Lord was telling me, he was telling me, do not downplay whatever you're doing in the natural as long as it counts as a step of faith or talk of faith. So for you in the natural, as long as you're saying, okay, for me, this is a step of faith for me to do this. For me, this is an, a walk of faith. If, if, if in the natural you're doing something that it really feels like a leap of faith, keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's pulling the stronghold down in the spirit realm. And if inevitably, the moment you yank it down, you pull down that stronghold in the spirit realm, the, it will manifest in the natural. So when I came back from this specific uh, long prayer walk and I wasn't feeling good, you know, the Lord told me, he said, everything you just did for the last two hours, I was out there for some time, moved a lot of territory in the spirit realm. And that's all that matters. I'm literally getting to a point where I separate my feelings from prayer. I am not basing on my feelings to, to say, okay, that prayer worked or God has answered my, because the spirit realm, I cannot feel it. You cannot feel the spirit realm. Only the Holy Spirit can give you discernment of what's happening in the spirit realm. The natural tree will be the last one to fall down. The tree in the natural will be the last one to fall down. So if the spiritual tree doesn't fall down, the natural one will never fall down. Until you chop that tree down in the spirit realm, it will not fall down in the natural. So focus all your efforts on doing the things in the natural that move, that break down this tree in the spiritual. That's why also at the moment of breakthrough is the, is the moment of the highest resistance in everything in life. The moment of breakthrough is the moment of the highest resistance because the enemy is basically trying to put up one last fight to discourage you from believing that you have won the fight. At the moment of breakthrough is the moment you'll feel the most pain, is the moment you feel like giving up, is the moment you'll say, I give up, is the moment you'll say, I, I, I doubt. 
because the enemy has to do that. It's, it's just battle strategy. So Satan has to put up this one last fight of resistance to ultimately discourage you that just give it up. You do not have it. But he knows that you've already won the fight. And so we see this in rockets. In rockets. When they launch a rocket out into space, the rocket faces the, the, the most pressure, the most heat on the outer surface of the rocket, the most pressure. Everything is tested. The structure, uh, the, 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 the structure, uh, the physical structure of this rocket, it faces the most pressure right on the boundary of breaking through Earth's atmosphere. It's literally on the boundary between Earth's atmosphere and space as it's trying to cut through Earth's atmosphere to enter space. That's when it faces the most resistance, the most pressure, and that's where most rockets burn up. So engineers uh, design these rockets to be able to overcome that point of most resistance. That's when, if you don't use a strong enough material, it just melts. The heat is too much. At that moment, the heat on the rocket, on the structure, is so high that if you don't use a, a material that is heat resistant to up to a certain degree, the whole thing just blows up. It just can't take it anymore. It's when it, you, the most, the, the, all the fuel is burnt at that moment. The rocket burns up more, all, all its fuel right there and then. It needs all the energy to overcome the resistance. It's right at that moment that the rocket tries to leave Earth's atmosphere into outer space. I really want to try and, and finish. The, I've got like five points. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So the moment it breaks through that barrier or boundary between Earth's surface and space, it doesn't even need any boosters anymore. It starts to let go of those boosters. That's why you see a rocket, when it's leaving the ground, it has so many things attached to it. But the moment it breaks through certain boundaries, it doesn't need those things anymore. It, it, it's now, it can't, you can't hold it back. Like it can just freely float through space. That's what rockets do when they enter space. They float through space. So the point of exit is the most pressure into another dimension. And even that rocket, so this happens when the rocket is trying to leave Earth's atmosphere into space. And the same thing happens when that rocket is trying to come back into the Earth's atmosphere. The most external pressure it faces is at its point of re-entry back into our Earth's atmosphere. So there's only two points of extreme pressure when it's trying to leave, right at that point of exit, and right at the point of entry. So as the rocket tries to enter back into Earth's atmosphere, it faces the most external pressure, and the moment it's able to break through that, you can almost definitely, 90% guarantee that you're gonna have a successful uh, space mission.
you're guaranteed that yeah that rocket is, is gonna is gonna make it to space it's gonna get to wherever we're sending it these you, you the guarantee the success rate of the of that trip it's it's you know it, it's now in that 90 percent so we can mirror this scenario that happens in the natural oops and mirror it to the spiritual walk at the moment when it looks worse for the condition for the physical health condition for your finances for your job application for your marriage at that moment when it looks like is the most extreme pressure in the natural is actually the moment when two things can happen that is the moment of either breaking point or breakthrough right at the moment when you feel the most pressure in whatever you're going through is actually when you are trying to cross over onto the other side of your breakthrough we see this happen in the natural the moment when a lot of people are about to give up you know on 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 on, on when it's the hardest is right when they break the existing world record we see this happen every day but this is how it also happens in the spirit realm the moment you feel the most pressure in the natural is actually the moment when you are pulling, finally pulling this thing down in the, you're pulling this stronghold down in the spirit realm. That's when the breakthrough, that's your moment of breaking point or breakthrough. So for you, we have to become discerning and say, okay, you just go, I know Satan is putting up his last fight. He's putting up one last fight because he knows I've captured territory in the spirit realm. I've won this battle in the spirit realm. So in the natural, he will put up the most resistance he's ever put up. But that's because he knows you've already got it. So just to wrap up, what does for we walk by faith and not by sight mean to us? Or what should it mean to us moving forward? Or for us to be spiritually minded and not carnally minded? It means that what I do, whatever I do in the natural, whatever, however I speak in the natural, whatever my movement is in the natural, it should be a faith act. In my point of view, as long as it's a step of faith, a walk of faith, uh, 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 a, 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 a talk of faith, as long as in my, from the natural point of view, for me, it's it's a step of faith. Absolutely. That's what moves territory or captures territory in the spiritual. So it was really interesting uh, this morning because I, I, I feel like God is, and I, and I just really thank you, Father, for opening these things up to me and to us. But he is revealing to me and to us that there is a science of spiritual warfare spiritual warfare has a science behind it so it's not just rara you know just throwing things against the wall to see what six there is a science behind spiritual warfare so we've come to the end of this and i hope these two episodes blessed your heart go meditate on them re-listen to them and and um you know if you've got 
things, if you're realizing how, how, how it's actually working out for you, feel free to reach out to us through the platform, JFT Foundation, and share some testimonies. But go meditate on this. Keep walking by faith. By faith. Thank you for tuning in and see you on the next episode of Unplugged.